0: When you deconstruct your faith, sometimes you get afraid that you won't be able to find God again or spirit, the universe, God, however you define that. Why is that a challenge? Because old false religious beliefs are so deeply ingrained in us and we were taught to be terrified of anyone on the outside and to be terrified of our own hearts. So deconstruction can come loaded with guilt and accusations, all false and based on lies but it can still impact us. How can we find God again? Can we? What does that look like? Let's talk about that today. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay?
1: Hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We are so glad you're here. My name is Robert Cottrell and I'm here as always with... Susan Cottrell. Hi.
0: Hi.
1: Well, you know what? This is episode 99 of 99. our... 99. 99. And I just want to tell you, I want to tease you right now, that next week is something very special. We're not going to tell you what it is yet, but if you like the music to our show, <laughs> you're going to love this. We've never done this before. We've never done an episode like this before, but next week we celebrate our 100th episode. Wow. 100th episode with something very special. You do not want to miss that. Miss that. Miss (laughs) that. Miss that. that. Okay. So again, welcome. Please do uh, share this, share the podcast. If you feel so led, subscribe. And follow if you've not already done so. Please rate this if you would. That helps a lot. Just go ahead and take a moment and give us five stars, of course, you know. Yes. Um, it does it does matter in the world of agorhythms. uh ag- agor- rhythms, algorithms, algorithms. <laughs> uh, algorithms. <laughs> and please do connect with us at freedhearts.org. All right. So when you deconstruct your faith, sometimes it's a challenge to be able to, I don't know, I guess we call it find God again, or maybe better to find, be spiritual, connect with spirit, the universe with God. Well, I want to promise you something. If you go on this journey of deconstruction, I got to tell you, you won't ever be able to find the same God again. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we deconstruct. Your heart will know and will be drawn to the true, to true loving spirituality. You know, so, so that's a promise to you. So, okay, that's said, That's it. Why is it often a challenge to open up and, quote, find God again, however you define that? Well, it's because those old, false, oh gosh, patriarchal, behavior-focused, shame-filled religious beliefs that were so ingrained in us, so deeply in us, they were the center of everything. And a big part of that control mechanism was to make us terrified of anyone anything on the outside including ourselves mm-hmm. so we step on the outside of that box we open up the box and we're afraid of ourselves as well as other people out there so the deconstruction comes loaded with guilt and accusations all false I'll say that clear all false nothing true but it still has an impact and part of that impact honestly is confusion On how we find God again. Can we? How do we? What does that even look like?
0: Yeah. And the good news is, because God is so big and diverse and expansive, that whatever that looks like for you, however that happens for you, is likely spot on. As long as it's not someone who rejects certain groups of people because that is, you know, not big or diverse or expansive. So, God, spirit, universe is so vast that you can't make a wrong turn if you just keep acknowledging God's bigness and diversity and keep your box open. That's the thing to press into is bigness and expansiveness.
1: Yeah, and the core message, again, you can't go wrong if you are focusing on you are all good, you are loved, others are lovable and 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 good and and focus on that core message. Again, that's not exclusive, that doesn't create these other right. things.
0: Yeah. And, and the only wrong turn would be to put yourself in another box.
1: But <laughs> yeah. That, Does it make sense? Yeah. So
0: no. you know, you just I mean, keep expanding it bigger and you'll be approaching more and more of a an expansive understanding of God. Yeah. You know, but it's a common thing we hear from LGBTQ people, parents, anyone deconstructing from the Christian faith, they say, I want to find God again. How can I do that? How do I do that?
1: Yeah. So, you know what? We got an email about this, and and it simply said this. It said, I am LGBTQ plus and want to find God again. I've been an atheist for a long time. mm mm-hmm. And you had a great response. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you. You you had a
1: great response, and we wanted to share that with you today because, again, we know that again, this is part of the ingrained fears Mm -hmm. that the false teachings that have been said, things have been said to us and taught to us that, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. you're deconstructing your faith. Why would you want to deconstruct your faith? Isn't your faith important? All these kind of things like that, and it's not. It's just. It's just deconstructing the false beliefs and replacing that, rebuilding that with a vibrant, loving, all loving, inclusive spirituality. Right. That actually is so vast, so big, so loving, so inclusive that it cannot be contained in a box. Right. You know? So
0: (laughs) I should, I feel like this small disclaimer again that we're never pushing anybody to believe in God if you identify as atheist if you whatever that's fine we're not saying well here you should get to know god again we're this is for people who are who want to understand differently than they have before yeah they're not ready to say there's no god or they're done with that as this right. writer said
1: well and and that god could be the universe it could be it could be a lot to do with uh-huh. nature and all and all kinds yeah. of things so Again, t- this t- is about freedom, not a box. Right. You know what I mean. So right. you had a beautiful response to this Thank simple you. email. So, yeah, I wanted to so share I'll, that with you today. I'll
0: yeah. read what I wrote, and also I expanded it some after I wrote it, so it's more. So I said, "Hey, honey."
1: <laughs> I love that, by the way. You always do that with, with people. Hey, baby, yeah. sweetheart. Hey, honey. Not yeah. just me. It means you know. But <laughs> yeah,
0: because you know I love them. It's tender. I and it's intimate.
1: Yeah. And I, I love that. So I'm sorry. Go ahead and start. That's that right. right. I said,
0: <laughs> "Hey, honey. I sure know that feeling." I've been through some very dark nights of the soul over seeking to reconnect with God when I was deeply A, hurt, B, angry, C, confused, D, grief stricken, E, all of the above. It is a deep and penetrating process and requires the utmost authenticity with yourself. And if we can't be authentic regarding God, then there's just no point. So here is step one. Put all your grievances out in the open with yourself. Don't minimize that something wasn't so bad. Put all your grievances out there and tell God how you feel with no fear of reprisal. God knows, and if God can't take it, then it's not God you're talking about. If God's so codependent, not, you have not to protect God. You're talking God to. Then it's not yeah. God you're talking to. Yeah. So tell God everything you need. Like I need to know this and this, and this, about you, about me, about life on this earth, about life in community, and I don't want any churchy answers. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever you need or want to know. Everything on the table, don't do anything because you think you should. There are no shoulds with God. There's only truth. This can take some acclimating to because church and religious leaders, tell us all the time that God wants this from us and wants that from us, like some cigar-smoking boss sitting back in an old desk chair, and we really can't meet all the demands, okay? So put it all out on the table, all the grievances you have. Then step two, you will need to separate who God really is as best we can experience them compared to what we've been told God is. Most of us have a backlog of BS behind us about who God is. So hold out in your sweet little hand all the things you're afraid God is and say, You take these from me, please, and show me truth about who you are. I no longer want any part of a man made God. I will accept authentic you or nothing. And then, step three watch and listen as if you're Dorothy, stepping across a threshold from a black and white world into the living color of sights unseen, places unexplored, on your way to meet Oz the Great and Powerful. And on that journey, you will see how much of your and our ideas about God are really just a man behind a curtain of man-made theology and tradition. Mm. So, if you find yourself With a thought about God that is old and doesn't support you, pull out your hand and say, please take this. As you watch and listen, you might feel like you're getting a little tripped up about whether you may be really hearing God or not. And so you ask this, if God is real, what is God telling me? If I'm hearing you, God, what are you saying? That makes it easier to say, you know, well, I don't know if, I, if God is real or not, but if so, what I'm hearing God say is, relax, baby, you're good. I love you always. You're doing fine. Hmm. Whatever it is that you will hear God say, that takes the pressure off so you can hear what you think you're hearing without the fear that you're making it up, that you're way off base, that you will eventually learn what a fool you were for believing. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. You know, are you making it up? Honestly, who knows? The honest answer to that existential question is, who knows? We may think we're going from hard evidence, but it truly boils down to what makes sense to us, from what we've experienced, what we've learned. It's not like an open and shut, evidence-based situation. We may be able to swear on a stack of Bibles, (laughs) so to speak, that we know God's voice. Jesus says we will. But it's still subjective. But in my opinion, Mm. that is way more reliable than referring back to Bible verses, which were written by humans through human lenses, interpreted, translated, politicized, weather-beaten over time, and then hammered into specific meanings by theologians and religious leaders with specific agendas Mm. long before your time.
1: You say that, and it's interesting because (laughs) we… We hear a lot of negative messages about ourselves and others, and we go, "Well, yeah. that's coming from the church, 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 church." <laughs> the 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 reliable, fact based, you know, um, inerrant, you know, it, 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 bullshit. Um, but but we we accept those negative messages. Because the source has been ingrained in us as reliable, and then we're taught in that system that we can't trust our hearts, so we hear a message like, hey baby, you're all good, I love you as you are, and we question that message?
0: Right, right, right. (laughs) You know, how
1: backwards is that?
0: Yeah, and we're trusting people outside of us for our own truth. And that just, because we've been taught, conditioned, to mistrust our own sense of judgment or or sense of truth, discernment. Right.
1: The Spirit will lead us in all truth.
0: Yeah. So, to continue with this. Yeah. Here's the thing about God. Everything we think or know or believe about God is a construct. Now, a construct, I looked it up for us. <laughs> means an idea or theory containing various conceptual elements, typically one considered to be subjective and not based on empirical evidence, such as, history is largely an ideological construct. Yeah, okay, God is a construct. They're not someone who you can put your hands on and say, this right here is God. No, and really, God is a projection. Meaning. And that's not to say God is not real. It's to say that we don't see God purely as is, but we project God as we project God to be. So everything we see is projection because Mm -hmm. we project it through our own camera, our own lens. We have no other way to experience anything yeah.
1: again, that's except not,
0: by projection.
1: Yeah, and it's not to say, that, again, don't don't hear that as God is is not real. But we, like you said, we have no other way to experience anything. this God spirit of the universe like this, yeah. except through experience and projection.
0: Like you, Rob, sitting across from me. Mm-hmm. My experience of you is my projection of you Mm. in other words
1: i see what you mean
0: uh my relationship with you is different from say the kids the various kids relationship with you Mm -hmm. or our listeners relationship with you or our uh enemies (laughs) our our detractors relationship with you so all of those things we think we're seeing the real rob but we are always it's always through our camera our lens, so it's always our projection. Even though you're tangible mm-hmm. and real, and so when we're talking about God, how much more room is there for <laughs> projecting what we see because we don't yeah. really even see God,
1: and that's yes, in
0: in in real yeah. with our eyes, yeah.
1: Mm. You know, and that's why we've we've said this before about reading scripture, but this could be true of anything spiritual, is to view it. Kind of check yourself and view it through the lens of love and inclusion. Yeah, and that helps you understand or helps you with your peace and joy that you're kind of on the right track. And that if you if you end to expose things that are false teachings because if you read some of these things through the lens of love, it's like that just does, doesn't doesn't match up. Yeah, that just doesn't work. So that's that's also part of that. And I mean, personally, and we've talked about this. We start with God is love. God is love. Yeah. And u- using Jesus' great commands, and whatever I hear from God, it feels like love. all yeah. right? So like encouragement, it, support, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, if it doesn't, then you know that you've it's something that has been run through your filter. From others.
1: Yeah, if it's coming with guilt and shame and all that right. stuff, that's, that's something not,
0: you learned Yeah, and are projecting now onto God. It's not God. Right.
1: If it's coming from God, it feels like love. Even when we've messed up, Yeah, that doesn't stop the love.
0: Yeah, it and come, doesn't stop the feeling of love. I never exactly feel shamed right. by God. I've made plenty of mistakes and God has redirected me plenty of times.
1: Yeah. And to go I've never yeah. felt
0: shamed by and to, it.
1: And to go back to a Christian scripture. Uh, if you love, you know God. If you don't love, you don't know God. So, if it feels like love, then it's God. If it doesn't, it's not. If it brings out more beauty in you, more wisdom in you, then it's God. If it doesn't, it's not.
0: And just to be clear, if you, that doesn't mean if you have a moment of unlove, then you don't know God at all. It means in that moment, you're not knowing God. You're not knowing God's full and complete love. So, yeah. And I, I want to tell a story of what happened just a, a couple of years ago when I was working with somebody who, on it was kind of expanding our ability to hear spirit reliably. I don't know. it was just this friend of mine was doing it was really an interesting exercise, and so he said, um, this friend said, "Take fifteen minutes right now and just go talk to spirit and ask whatever question you want and listen for what spirit." responds with. And so, I did that. And, um, and I heard this wonderful response to my question. I even forget the question now, but the response was so clear and so vibrant and so real to me and my thoughts. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, Spirit, for that. And then I paused and I said, hold on a minute. I have known you through church for many years and always talked to you And always heard you when I was identifying as more of a a Christian today. I'd say Christ follower, but anyway. um, And so, and it was very real to me then, and now. I'm talking to you like spirit, like a um, new age, you know, the universe, and I'm hearing you. So, what's the deal? what What's true there? And I could just, you know, how you kind of can can feel God smile, or laugh even, and it was like, well, it's the same me. I was speaking to you, as I always do, in ways you can understand. Meeting
1: you where you're at.
0: Yeah, how else would I speak to you? And if you saw me through the, the lens of your church at that time, I spoke to you then. And if you see me now way, way, way bigger than any of that, i'm still speaking to you and it was it was so profound like i i just i just moved into a, a bigger box like in a like in the box keeps expanding outward and so
1: yeah the box keeps revealing itself as having no borders
0: yeah you know? yeah and so you know people love to say god doesn't change well how helpful is that because your view of god all of our view of god changes and it, if it doesn't change then you're just it's just a con- yeah. concept that you've that's embedded in your mind but it's an active engagement with god that's mm-hmm. going to expand and change my relationship with you rob changes it, you know with myself changes um
1: i have expanded and changed <laughs> just kidding
0: <laughs> so it's the same god but but we can only experience as much as we can experience. Yeah. So. I'm willing to say, great, God doesn't change, but we certainly do. And our experience of God certainly does. And if not, then it's stagnant and well, well, dead what in that the water. really
1: what that really says is that my understanding of God is complete. And total, and that's and that's and there's no possibility that I could be wrong about anything, right. or that there's nothing I don't know. That's really what exactly that
0: says. right. We stay in the church for thirty five years, hearing the same stories, and expect to grow and change. Yeah, but only change in a, within this very tight parameter.
1: Well, one thing I always admired about you, even even back in the evangelical church when we were really inside a very tightly sealed, um, you know, behavior focused yeah box is that you always trusted your heart you always listened you would you would always talk to god i would i, I would be i would hear these conversations from the other room sometimes i go <laughs> what oh my gosh. and it's it's you're talking to god and yeah. so and so you're right god says hey i'm i'm here but you you showed an openness even in that box yeah. to step out of that box and trust your heart a long time ago yeah um so i've always really appreciated that
0: thank you. you thank you and questions like this really inspire me with their
1: like you got from the person you mean, the simple question yeah, yeah, about yeah. what
0: is God and how do I know God better? And who who are you now compared yeah, to who you were? Right. You know, and they're they're soul plumbing. I love that. I mm. I love to expand these things. So yeah, and any of you having similar questions at a similar place on your journey, don't be afraid of what you'll find. Any God worth knowing is a good god Hmm. let me let me be really clear here if your questions about god or your challenges or your anger at god i've been plenty angry at god plenty of times and they knew it if you if you have these things going on and they feel like they're going to threaten god then you know for certain what you've got as a construct you've been taught you need for life to go on as you know it
1: Right. What it threatens is the box, not God. That's right. And that's always a good thing to threaten.
0: Yeah, to think expose. of the Truman Show. Almost. <laughs> it looks like the sky, but it's a painted yeah. piece of plywood. Yeah. You <laughs> know, if, you're, if your questions or anger or or unbelief or FUs could threaten God, it's not God you're that's talking a, about. Yeah,
1: that's a good point. Yeah, and
0: don't by, be afraid. And
1: by the way, we love these questions. If you have... Some things that you would like us to talk about here on the podcast. If you have questions like this, things that come up, please email us. It's podcast at freedhearts.org, podcast at freedhearts.org, and you'll get an email that starts with, baby, honey, <laughs> 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 Some, something like that, and it may even lead to... Not, uh, always. not always. Not always. Not always, just so I you don't know, think. Like, not need that, that me. Don't call me sweetheart. Right. Just kidding. Um, but... Please let us know your questions and and especially what you'd like to hear on on the podcast. So as a reminder, next week, we celebrate episode 100. Again, we've never done this on an episode before, and I'm just just giddy excited about this. (laughs) It is going to be awesome. You don't want to miss this. So beloved, you are beloved. Just keep opening your box. The more you do, the more you will fall in love with God spirit the universe and the more you will fall in love with yourself
0: and you are worth falling in love with sweetheart (laughs) yes indeed
1: we love you love you bye
0: bye would it be okay if i were to tell you that i am afraid someday so
1: i call you up and you call me down would it be okay you've been listening to the freed hearts podcast We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.